a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And good afternoon, folks. Dominic Carter in for James Golden, Bo Snurdly, who has the rest of the week off. I'm in for him during that time period. I'll also be with you kicking off the New Year Saturday morning in James Slot, 8 to 10 a.m. On today's program, today's show, the COVID situation and New York's new mayor, 800 848 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls the entire hour, 800 848 In society these days, in society these days, it seems like what is right is wrong. If society says up, others say down. If society says good, others say bad. If you flip and they say bad, then the situation is good. Where is the outrage over the killing of Baltimore police officer Keona Holly, who leaves behind four children on duty? On duty, she was shot in her patrol car in the back of her head. And basically, you have heard nada about this case. All her family members can do at this point is appeal to the public and continue to speak out. I I wish everybody a Merry Christmas. It's me. It's still Merry to me because I have my grandkids. I may not have my child, but I have my grandkids. So... I had to lift myself up and lift them up to have Christmas without their mom. Without their mom. So yet another situation, and it's something I can relate to, folks. I was raised by my uh, grandmother. Yet another situation where grandmother, in her golden years, has to step up because of what some maggots did in life to her daughter we will deal with that in the back half hour of the program but COVID a lot to talk about in the uh, first half of this uh, program sometimes folks it seems like it's the little things in life that can make a big difference the little things in life so for example I'm not a uh, I'm not a tech guy at all But a gentleman at the uh, Apple store in Rockland County, Nanuet, right, this morning, took all the time in the world to help someone (laughs) that's not good with technology like me set up my new uh, Apple Watch, which my family gave me for Christmas. The little things in life, they do count. They make a difference. The man at the Apple store, he wasn't rushing. He didn't seem to have me on a timer. And it seemed like for those five minutes, but it took more like 25, 30 minutes, it seemed like he, I was the only thing that this man was concerned about. The little things can make a difference, even if they're coming from our leaders. Mayor-elect Eric Adams walking around the theater district today 
to show New York is still in business, that the area is safe. The little things sometimes can send all the right messages. And that's what's been missing from the current occupant of City Hall, Bill de Blasio, who as we speak, as we speak right now, Mr. de Blasio is holding his final briefing live as mayor. The little things can make a big difference. Let's face it. Let's be honest about it. De Blasio tried. He tried. But it just seems like he quit on us. It seems like he quit on us. And I'm not just talking about New York City. The reference is to the entire tri-state area. It seems like he quit on all of us. It seems like de Blasio was never able to get over the fact that New Yorkers just didn't seem to take to him. For us, it seems like he just didn't work hard enough in the tradition of of an Ed Koch, in the tradition certainly of a Rudy Giuliani, in the tradition of a Michael Bloomberg. And it also seems that de Blasio was never able to get over the fact that his presidential campaign was just one big bad mistake. It may have been a free run for de Blasio in terms of uh, politics, but to throw his hat into the ring for president, boy, did that hurt him terribly back home in terms of the perception. In politics, perception is reality, and de Blasio trying to run like president, run, run for president, it just didn't seem to work, and it seemed to um, backfire on him. So I I say all of that to say that Eric Adams today has announced that he will keep de Blasio's private sector vaccine mandate that took effect on Monday. Eric Adams, the new mayor, and about, what, 36 hours, give or take, says that he's going to keep de Blasio's highly controversial private sector vaccine mandate that took effect Monday, here's the difference. Adams says that there will be a focus on compliance, on compliance, not punishment. If that sounds familiar, that's exactly basically uh, what what uh, de Blasio said uh, in terms of the city inspectors will, will ideally avoid penalties. I don't know how that's all supposed to work out. But Eric Adams also announced plans to make a decision this spring on whether to mandate vaccines for New York City public school students starting in the fall of 2022. So asked about allowing city employees to work remotely, Adams signaled openness to this idea among the surge that we're looking at, but he also added that we are at the point where we must safely learn to live with COVID. 
So we're about to go to your telephone calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. How I feel about Eric Adams continuing de Blasio's private sector uh, mandate is that it's almost like reluctantly when you go to vote, it's like you select the lesser of two evils. You you select, you vote for the lesser of two evils, and you're really not feeling either one of the candidates. Well, reluctantly and holding my nose, reluctantly and holding my nose, continuing this private sector vaccine mandate is the right thing to do at this time, at this time, with the high rates of folks catching COVID. But let's get let's get rid of this as soon this nonsense as soon as possible. Let's start with uh Chris. Chris is uh calling from upstate New York. Good afternoon to you, Chris. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for taking my call. Great show all day long. I've been listening. It's been great. Fantastic. Thank you. Go right ahead. Okay, so I have a couple things. Um, One is I just had COVID, so I want to talk about that. But the first thing I want to talk about is that I work in home health care. So I am a clinician, a healthcare clinician, and I go into people's homes and I I provide health care services to them. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for the, for that. Uh, you know, we don't. I'm going to let you make your point. We don't appreciate folks like you, society wise, as much as we do that are taking time to make sure that others are are better uh, in home care. And your salary certainly don't reflect it. But thank you for what you're doing. Please continue. Thank you. I enjoy it very much. That's why I do it. But um, so I talk to a lot of people and people all across the board, all. Across all across the political um, landscape, rich, poor, you know, educated, uneducated. And I want to tell you what. I just came from some people's home, this lovely older couple, very well off, very educated, and we're talking about the COVID vaccine, which isn't a vaccine. To me, it's just a shot. It's like a flu shot. And um, we were talking, and and he said, well, what was your hesitancy about getting the vaccine? He said, I don't understand. You're in healthcare. Wouldn't you think everyone in healthcare would want to get it? And we talked about a few things, and I said to him, listen, I said, do you know that? He said, oh, well, you got the polio vaccine and the measles and this and that. He said, why wouldn't you get this? I said, do you know the difference between those vaccines and this COVID one? He says, I have no idea. All right, this is a very educated man. And I said, those vaccines are true vaccines. They prevent you from getting the disease and they prevent you from spreading the disease. The COVID shot does none of that. And he just looked at me puzzled like and he was asking questions like, well, I don't understand what's the difference. So that's alarming that so many people in this country just don't know the facts. Well, that, that, the, the, the information process and misinformation, I agree with you uh, as it relates to, uh, to that, Chris. Uh, I've got to move on, but were you done with your, your comment? Yeah, I was just also going to say that I had COVID, and because they were like, oh, COVID's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad, then I got COVID, and my doctor basically ignored me. So 
it doesn't seem to jive with the seriousness of this disease. You got to get the vaccine, and then okay. you get sick, and you're like, "Good luck." Okay, so- no, I, I hear you, Chris, but but fortunately, in your case, it seems like it seems like things worked out, and it wasn't as severe as it could have been. Uh, my point, the reason why I had the uh, Pfizer vaccines and the booster shot, as I've said repeatedly on WABC, is I don't want to be in the situation. I don't want to take the chance where ultimately I'm gambling, I'm playing Russian roulette, and then I'm one of the, the folks that's on a uh, on on a, a respirator and 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 you know and not able to breathe. I don't want to take that chance with myself, and that's why I, th- I I'm not a fan of this um, vaccine mandate for businesses uh, in New York for all businesses. It's impossible to enforce. But right now, right now, the snapshot in time, right now, the incoming mayor Eric Adams basically has no choice. Again. The key words are right now. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good afternoon to Patricia. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. My lovely Dominic, you got me through 10 days of torture. I also got COVID. Oh, boy. And I've had it. I had it again, Dominic. I had it two years ago. I'm 67. I said, no, this can't be. Mm-hmm. I, I was on my back. I mean, I thought I had a strep throat. I, it was so bad. I couldn't swallow. Really, so so for you, Patricia, because one of the things that I've always an ailment I've had uh, th- over the years is strep throat. It hasn't happened in a while, but for you, uh, COVID felt like a strep throat situation. I don't know what COVID was, but I never had. I was never sick like this before in my life. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was going to call it. I was Dominic. No joke. I was so desperate. I said, "Let me call an ambulance." Because the closest hospital, I guess, would be Coney Island Hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I realized they're not going to do anything. They're just going to send me home. So there's no therapeutics, nothing. So what's the point? And I'm like, what is everybody screaming about? Like, take this, do that. If We're not getting any help. And, did, and did, 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 I, I've got to take a break, Patricia. I, did you receive the uh, the, vac- the vaccine? Yes, I have. Yes, okay. I have. And yet you still, still go ahead. I'm I sorry. Got sick and I don't, and I'm the, the dummy that wears the mask. I wash my hands. Wears well, that doesn't make you a dummy. It just means that you had one of the breakthrough cases as we are hearing a lot of these days. Yeah. It doesn't make you a yeah. dummy at all to uh, follow through on precautions. As a matter of fact, no, I've got to do that a lot better myself. Patricia. Dominic, I never thought I would get so sick. This was remarkable it was beyond scary and you know who kept me alive you did why because i could barely drink i could barely swallow i had a huge fever and i put you on the radio i said this man's going to calm me down he's going to get me through this time and you're not punitive you're very caring well thank you patricia thank you that that, that's very that's very kind of you to say thank you no idea what you did well, thank you, thank you, and and that um, that that warms my heart. Uh, if if we at WABC can play any role in helping people, uh, that's one of the reasons why we are here. So, Patricia, I wish you the best, and I I hope it doesn't come your way again. And it is what it is. Dominic Carter in for 
Bo Snertley, who's off this week, a well-deserved uh, week off. I will be with you folks again tomorrow and on Saturday morning. And, of course, I'm here, my regular weeknight uh, show at midnight, live, midnight to 1 a.m. Coming up in about 40 minutes from now, we have Cats at Night, the John Katsimatidis show. Uh, Lydia Serrani, John Katsimatidis, Dominic Carter taking your telephone calls, your calls, one 800 848 W.A.B.C. We'll be right back. Bo knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 W.A.B.C. So dramatic. Dominic Carter in for Bo Snurdly. Hope you folks are having a uh, a good afternoon. If you're on your way home, we hope that uh, things are going smoothly. And folks, please take care of yourself. So the mayor-elect, who will be the mayor uh, Friday night at uh, midnight, Eric Adams, technically Saturday morning, Eric Adams uh, has announced that he plans to continue uh, de Blasio's private sector vaccine mandate that took effect uh, Monday, impacting all businesses in New York City with a focus on compliance, not punishment. In other words, it sounds like the city is saying, wink, wink, we'll look the other way to a certain degree, as long as you're not outrageous with uh, compliance. Lots of phone calls. Let's go to... Frank, Frank is calling from Brooklyn. Good afternoon, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77, WABC. Yes, Donald. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, you said that he had no choice, really, Mr. Adams, right, uh, Mayor, uh, to, uh, but to continue the Blasio's edicts. But in, in essence, he did have a choice. He knew how unpopular it is and how absurd it is. Okay, so if you want to continue, A, to keep people safe, why not? follow the science, which dictates very simply people who had the virus, who have the antibodies, and can, who can prove that they have them, should not be subject to this in any level. And okay. B... Okay, but wait, Frank. What is wrong with that? Okay, but Frank, 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 let, let's, let's, just, let, let's just peel back for a second. Yeah, with, sure. with, with the, with the, if you listen to the WABC uh, newscast, right, Lydia Serrano, on, on the hour, on the hour, she's updating record-breaking numbers of new Omicron cases and setting, setting records on the hour. How do you get around that? That's why I say that for right now, I don't agree with it. Uh, with Eric Adams, his the long-term policy. But for right now, a responsible elected official, what other choice is there? Well, that is the choice. Number one, testing is the second choice. And number two, the people who are double vaccinated, and I have plenty of friends I can list. I'm in the uh, retail wine business in mm-hmm. Manhattan mm-hmm. who are double vaccined, vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera, who have caught this thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really six of one, half dozen of the other. Why force someone? who is weary of this or who has an issue with it to do it when you have the same risk, almost the same risk. As a matter of fact, the head guy at City MD, when I after I had my COVID and I got my blood test, told me, you are stronger, better prepared than even people who were double vaccinated. But that doesn't mean it's for life or for the next year. You have to be checked occasionally. 
Why not take that science and ease the pain and ease the hate? Because there's been a lot of hate out there with this. Uh, hey, you, you, you and I agree on that, Frank. You and I, we, we certainly agree on that. And we've got to find a way. I don't know uh, from a... I don't either. I'm no genius, you know. <laughs> but right. I live in Park Slope. I live across the street from the mayor, mm-hmm. from Mayor Delazio. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, people in Park Slope, if you don't walk around the street with a mask, okay, they're ready. To, if they had guns, they, they'd shoot you in the street and kill you. That's how they, they call They call me a murderer because I won't walk from my car to my home with a mask on. That's wow. how, that's how uh, yeah, people are frightened. They think you're going to kill them. I had a guy today that took his two children and walked up a stoop as I walked past him with no mask on, and he had two little boys, and he had a mask on. He took them off the sidewalk not to be that near me. This is the fear. This is the real fear. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to solve it either. Um, you know. Well, I, I, know, I, I can. I can hear the passion in in your voice, Frank. And you, you mentioned that you had COVID, so please uh, stay safe and ho- oh, hopefully, safe. hopefully, we're going to find a way out of this. Thank you. I don't know when or exactly how, but I believe we're going to we're going to make it through this. We are taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. I'm in for both Nerdly. Let's go to Juan. Juan is calling from New Jersey. Good afternoon, Ron. What's what's uh, Juan? What's what's on your mind? Hi, how are you? Yeah, I just mentioned about the mandates and everything. Not just in New York in general. I think it's no sense. You know why? Because uh, you know this virus doesn't discriminate. You vaccinated or unvaccinated doesn't matter. You know, one of the real thing these virus like the others. It's common sense. They are in the air. It's airborne. So no matter what, even with the mass and everything, you in a certain way, the whole population, we are exposed somehow. The only right. thing we try to see, take some measures to prevent. But now with those mandates, that actually most are affecting to the people, the real people, like the business, the family that depends on that. I don't think it's right doing that. They can try to, tra- try to take all the measures, but not affecting that. The only thing shows here is really, really what they want is really control the people. And, and, and it's mandatory, and it uh, looks like they're dictating those, uh, and there's no sense. And, and the only thing shows, like, I have the power, and we got to do it. Like it or you don't like it. And that's bad. And, you know, recently I learned that actually on January 5th or 6th in New York, they're going to vote. There's a certain leg- legislation that... If you're not vaccinated, guess what? You can go to jail for a certain period of time. That's something like it's caring and it's not right, you know? I hear you, Juan, and I I, I, I respect what you're saying. Again, my thank you for the call. My point is I'd rather err on the side of caution and doing everything that I can, even if the, even if the so-called experts are not correct, Every possible way that I can conceivably protect myself, that's the route that I want to go. One more call before we uh, take a break here. Stan in Forest Hills. Stan, I normally talk to you at midnight. (laughs) Today we're doing it at 429 p.m. Again, I want to wish you before the wish you a happy new year. You know that to your family. Well, thank you. Very kind of you to Uh, say. Thank you. You know, ignorance is bliss. Well, everything you said is absolutely correct. You want to be safe, and so, uh, and, and that's the case. I took, for the first time, I took the uh, COVID test, and I've had all the shots in the booster, and I showed negative. Now, in the same place, 
the guy who took the test said, you are very lucky because 50 before you all, all showed positive signs. I'm in Forest Hills. It's spreading like wildfire here. So having the booster and having the shots, yes, you will catch this more quickly because of the new variant, but at least you'll be protected and so forth. So better the shots than not having the shots. The hospitals in my area are filling up. So get with the program. This isn't uh, control. This is life and death. And maybe because the new variant will not be as tough as the other one, it's still preventative and helpful. So uh, ignorance is bliss to some of these people. Happy New Year, and hope to catch it tonight, Dee. Well, thank you, Stan, and have a uh, a beautiful afternoon. Thank you for the uh, for the call and the comment. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to continue on this topic when we come back. Dominic Carter in for Bo Snurdly here today, tomorrow, and Saturday morning. And you can catch me at my regular midnight slot. And, you know, I'm also going to at some point – because I'm trying to stay calm today. I'm really, I'm trying not to get worked up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to mellow myself here. But I am disgusted over the killing of Baltimore police officer Keona Holly. This woman leaves behind four kids was shot in the patrol car in the back of the head by two, whatever you want to call them, and her kids are left with nothing, with nothing, and I don't hear a peep. I don't hear anything. If a police officer makes a mistake or or in the line of duty uh, shoots um uh, uh, someone, folks, you know what I'm saying. I'm We're ending the year. I'm trying not to go to the race card. I'm trying my best not to do it. But if a police officer shoots a black suspect, it's international news in seconds. I'm only, see, I said, don't get me worked up, folks. I said it, and, and, I'm, and I'm already doing it. It's, head, it's international headlines in seconds. Now you have a police officer. And this officer happens to be a woman of color, a mother of four, who was doing everything right that she could do to uplift her family, to uplift her children. And she is dead because of two maggots that shot her and videotaped part of it. So they thought it was funny. We'll continue on COVID. We'll talk about Keona Holly, the Baltimore police officer, Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77. WABC. The soul of excellence, James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, on 77 WABC. And good afternoon, folks. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. Hope you're having a uh, great A great evening thus far. We are discussing the situation where uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York City just wrapped up his final uh, briefing just minutes ago as mayor. And um, Eric Adams, the mayor-elect, says he's going to continue with de Blasio's private sector vaccine mandate that took effect Monday. How how you carry this out, I have no idea. 
Uh, in other words, I don't see how it can happen. But um, Eric Adams is saying there's a focus on compliance, not punishment, in which the fines are $1,000 a pop. There won't be a misalignment from the previous administration and my administration. We are coordinated together to make sure that we defeat COVID. And I am confident that we're going to look back on these days and be proud of how we responded as New Yorkers, as we have done so many times in the past. January 1st is a new beginning of my administration, but it's not a new beginning of our resiliency. The new incoming mayor of New York City and, um, Obviously, as you would imagine, this is a topic that everybody is on your minds, and I see based on the um, on the telephone calls that we have coming in, and I want to get to the Keona uh, Holly situation, the Baltimore police officers, uh, the Baltimore police officer that was killed in the line of duty. But for right now, let's just go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's see here. Let's go. Let's go to David. David is uh, calling from Los Angeles this afternoon, Los Angeles, California. Good afternoon to you, David. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Dominic the God. Oh wow! Counterpoint to Charlemagne the God. (laughs) Well, well, thank you, thank you. Um, I, I I wish, I wish uh, Charlemagne the God much success in his career, but I don't, I don't, I don't model model myself after him or or any. I'm much more of a. uh, What's the best way? I'm trying to clean it up now. I'm a, I'm a seasoned uh, journalist of forty years. He's more of a commentator a social commentator on the news of the day but i wish him well so go right ahead david i don't wish him well charlemagne the fraud you should have heard what he did to that minor woman but we'll talk about that another time i wanted to weigh in about the terrible tragedy about the female cop in baltimore shot by the two black men and they both had long records starting at age 16 and here's what listen this is this behavior pattern is not going to go away It's going to, because the people want it to. It's going to take social pressure. Man, every black woman in America should be having a protest. Hey, stop killing our women. Stop killing our kids. It's going to have to come from within the community to where it's not so fashionable to walk up and pop a cop in the head. Right. You, you know, you know what, David, the whole thing, I'm, I'm holding my head right now. I wish I wish that we were on YouTube because you know what? It's it's disgusting, man. You're right. The word the words that you just use, that it's fashionable to kill a cop. I mean, that is disgusting. But and that look is at all the attention. Look at all the attention to Kim Potter. You know, she was a cop. She shoots some guy driving away that was a gun criminal, and the whole world focuses on it. And now we have a, a decent cop killed by two gangsters, and nobody wants to say, no, I don't want to say anything. I don't want, I don't want people to think I'm a racist. Hey, hey, hey David, I, I've got a lot of calls, but, but help, and, and we're going to go back to COVID in a second. But but help me. So so I'm, I'm up this morning, and I, I formulate a lot of my thoughts while I'm in the shower. And I'm, I'm taking the shower, and I'm and – <sighs> I'm going to be completely honest with you folks as it relates to a Baltimore officer, Keona Holly. I'm saying to myself, 
she shot in the back of the head in the patrol car. Does she ha- even have a second to reflect on her life or is she dead on the spot? I'm, I'm looking, I was looking at a picture of her, an earlier picture where the young lady had on braces and you could tell she had nothing but life in her trying to better her community. And no one is saying anything about this young lady. And so, David, please help me, because what I was thinking about in the shower this morning is what's right is wrong. What's up is down. And, I, you know, maybe 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 my generation, maybe it's time for me to, you know, again, go off to Florida. What am I missing here? Because you are correct. It is fashionable. Things are so dysfunctional that it has become uh, fashionable to take the life of a police officer, your last defense to, to stop some criminal from attacking uh, you or anyone else. Well, briefly, I believe the only answer is more people calling talk shows and posting it. When you go to the coffee shops, instead of to talk about your dog, you need to raise awareness. Because the left, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa, they'll march 10,000 in the street and burn your city down when they have something to say. But then the conservatives, especially a lot of white people, I don't want to say anything, don't want to be a racist. Well, that's how we're losing everything, through repression. It's everything. Oh, be kind. Be kind. Yeah, be kind's a way to have things keep going down and you don't get to say anything. Hmm. Thank you for the call. And what's what's I'm going back to COVID, folks, I promise. What's what's this despicable? And you know what? Maybe I'll have to deal with this at midnight tonight because I have a lot to say. What's despicable is that the felons that are accused of shooting her from behind, one of them, um, she was removed from life support and died, leaving four children. Uh, one of them posted some type of video telling members of the community, don't cooperate with the police. Don't cooperate in finding cop killers. You cannot, you cannot make this, make this up. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to start yelling and, you know, and, and getting upset, but believe me, I am thoroughly disgusted. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. Coming up at 5 o'clock, you have Cats at Night, John Katz and Matides. Uh, coming up, we are going to take a break. We see all the phone calls. We're going to get to as many of them. They're all on COVID as humanly possible. We'll be right back. Entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirtley, is on the air. 77 WABC. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper petals and warm. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. We are going right back to the telephones. Uh, I'm looking at my LinkedIn, a comment from uh, Rick Scott posted just minutes ago. He says, you are correct, Dominic. Up is down. The sky isn't blue. The world is intentionally upside down. The media is powerful as are Facebook and Google, all are putting out 99% false facts. It is, it's a simple mind control from only seven major corporations that control big tech and media. It's that simple. You are safe, not fear any of this crap. That's how we lose. Never fear. Let's go right back to the telephone calls. Let's go to John. 
calling this uh, afternoon from Connecticut. Good afternoon, John. What's on your mind? Hey, good afternoon, uh, Dominic. I'm so happy to, whenever you're on the air, I'm so happy to hear your show. But here's what I want to make a point. You know, right now you cannot sue these judges for letting these criminals out of jail and for having no bail. We have to change that law. These judges have to be able to be sued for damages. So if your mother, your brother, your sister gets shot by some criminal who's, who's walking the street, then sue that judge for judicial malpractice. That's my point. Well, John, thank you for the call. You are correct. As of right now, in, in most scenarios, you cannot sue the judge or the prosecutor. They have um, immunity, uh, something that New York City cops now only have limited immunity. Look at that. So we are taking your telephone calls, folks, uh, until the top of the hour on the issue of COVID. Let's go to uh, Rockaway. Let's say good afternoon to Rose. Rose, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I'm calling in reference to the previous phone callers. I'm going to agree with the gentleman, Frank, um, about the COVID mandate. It's not that simple. Um, this is a lot to unpack. It's not as simple as just take the COVID shot because we're told to do so just for the greater good. Um, there's a lot to this. There's a bodily autonomy that has to be um, looked at. There's also a lot of people who cannot take the shot because they have other underlying health issues that will complicate their issues. If they do um, take a COVID shot, it is extremely um, still experimental. We still don't know the very long-term effects of it. So it's just not that simple to say, just take the shot and you'll be okay. The majority of the people who are getting COVID right now, this outbreak that's going on, are fully vaccinated and boosted. So we can't um, disregard that tidbit of information. It's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. We should have a choice if there is a um, risk to something, uh, any medical procedures, if there's a risk, we have a choice. So, Rose, no difference. So, so the question, right? So I, I mentioned this at um, it, on the Midnight Show uh, last night. So my, my grandkids in uh, Rhode Island, they are going uh, within the next two hours, and I don't know if we made the right call. You know, their parents obviously make the major decision. You know, they're the parents, but they're going mm-hmm. to see the um, the Harlem Globetrotters in uh, Providence. My grandson, right. my granddaughter, my granddaughter is only uh, one years old, and I'm a little worried about whether or not it's the right thing to do. Do you feel it's the right thing to do with public venues like that? And are you, Rose, vaccinated? I am not, and and we um, in my family. I have two children and a husband. We all got COVID in August. It was at worst a bad cold. Um, we all did fine with it. We didn't need any type of medical intervention. We did um, very high vitamin C and D and quercetin. We did all the natural stuff that helps with us, and we literally in five days were all done. Uh, We have natural antibodies, and that's also another thing that we also have to look at. If you have natural antibodies, it's straight out of the CDC. They don't even recommend you getting vaccinated right away if you have natural antibodies. So um, there's tons of data now that we didn't know two years ago that is out now that there's completely showing that um, natural immunity supersedes vaccine immunity, synthetic immunity, and that it's very long-lasting. They're finding that people who 
had COVID, um, the beginning, the peak of COVID of last year, of 2020, still have natural antibodies. Well, Rose, um, so, Rose, I, I, I yeah. thank you for the call. Thank you very much. We, we have a lot of calls, and I want to try and get in as many people as humanly possible. As it relates to the Baltimore police officer, I'm going to have to save that topic, Keona Holly, until midnight tonight because we simply don't have the time to get to it. We will stick with COVID for right now. Zero. Up in my home county of Rockland and coming up at the top of the hour, Cyril's in uh, Nanuet. Coming up at the top of the hour, the John Katsimatini Show, Governor David Patterson, Lydia Serrani, and uh, I believe that Mr. Katsimatini's will be calling in, but his show starts at the top of the hour at 5 o'clock. You want to stay right here for that show. Cyril, you're up. What's on your mind? Hey, hey, Dominic. Uh, thanks for taking my call couple of things. I did want to talk about COVID, but then uh, when you spoke about the officer, when did it actually happen? I, I did not hear it. Right. You, you know what? You know what? And, and here's why, Cyril, that I think the world of, of UWABC listeners, about a week, maybe a week ago, it happened in the month of December. I don't have the exact date in front of me. I Someone called up to the show and said, have, have you heard of, I think it was Jennifer in Boston. And said, have you heard about what happened in Baltimore? And I'm like, no, I haven't heard. And then when I looked, wow. I was like, oh, my God. And and those animals that killed this this officer, for what? For what? Wow. I, I, okay. I, really, I really feel, I really feel, Ciro, and then we, we got to move on in terms of your comment for the other calls. I really feel that we have reached the stage society-wise that there are some people that know that their lives are going nowhere and that they are trying to take down as many people with them as they humanly can. But go right ahead, Ciro. So, okay, so I'm, I'm vaxxed, uh, but my kids are not, and I'm not going to get them vaxxed. Um, and we talk about this new var- variant. I, I honestly believe if everyone gets it, it goes through a good amount of population, this thing is going to start like just eliminate itself. You know, we talk about that so many people again infected, so many cases, but what about the number of hospitalization and the deaths? We're not hearing in the numbers going up so much because you're, you're telling us for every hour. Lydia is telling us all these huge record-breaking numbers of cases. Of the so, Omicron. Well, what if, yeah, but, okay, but what about the hospitalizations and the deaths? Well, hospitalizations are up as not, well. Then, the hospitalizations if, are up, at, at least in New York. Uh, I don't know what the numbers are right now up in our home county of Rockland, but in New York City, the hospitalization numbers are up as well, Ciro. Like huge, like huge numbers, or is it like it's up since, like, uh, what September? You know what I'm saying. I, I don't have and, the numbers and, right and, now in front of me, but but they're right. but they're but they're up. They're up substantially. Zero. He, here's the point. Even if they were up modestly, right? Do you want to be that one person where your loved one or you is laying up there, uh, unfortunately about to die? Do do you see that? That's my point in all of this. Do you really want to take that chance? My well, going back to the lady that spoke earlier where she said there's still risks, right? I had doctor's appointment today, spoke to my doctor, um, and he said, so, you know, the faith, it's all about your faith and all. Well, I'm not getting the booster. I did say I got the two shots. I'm not getting the booster. Wait, wait, I, I, wait, Cyril, you, you said, myself. wait, wait, I just want, you said it's all faith. about your faith? Faith now then comes into play now. 
You know, because mm. now I know. Mm. As well, mm. I know. I'm a religious guy. Okay. okay. As I said, I got vaccinated. I got the two shots. I'm not doing the boosters. I'm not giving the, the mm. vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Because the risk is there. And now I'm going to actually go back on my faith. The well, Lord I, knows my, I, he has to plan for me. I, I, I agree with you on that part of it, Ciro. Thank you for the call from Manuet. But, and I'm a strong faith person, but um, I don't know if um, if faith uh, can compete with with my fear of um, of the COVID situation and being on a respirator and my family crying and it's the end of Dominic Carter. And, you know, and someone coming on this mic announcing that, you know, we're sorry, Dominic is not with us anymore. You know, he passed away. I mean, I'm just not. I, I So faith, I mean, I, I, I hear you, Ciro. Let's uh, let's squeeze in uh, as many calls as we can. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Tony in Pennsylvania. Good afternoon. You're on Talk Radio 77 Dominic, WABC. I'm good, Tony. Go, go right ahead. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you, buddy. Two quick points. I, I totally agree with you. You're absolutely right. You have the right to err on the side of safety as you perceive it. You perceive the shot to be safe. Right. Those like myself, who am 74 years old, never took the, the vax, and I'm not going to take it. And I've been safe, haven't been sick, and I, I don't believe I need it. I believe side of safety is me not taking it. So mm-hmm. I have that right, and others have that right. The other right. thing is... I agree with you on that. Okay, the other thing is, why has Joe Biden and his administration and powerful Democrats allowed millions of illegals into this country without mandating vaccines on them? And then he disperses them to different airports like Westchester Airport, Pennsylvania. He sent them to Florida, but they don't need a vaccine. Are that, they immune? You, you know, you know what, Tony, that that's the million dollar question. I, I wish that I could answer that for you. But the only person that could completely give you a thorough answer, I was about to say thought out, but I don't know if that's the appropriate word, is is the uh, the president of the United States. It defies all logic and it is offensive to all Americans. There's no other way to put it. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Stay right there. Cats at night. John Katsimatidis is coming up. You want to stay right there. Lydia Serrani, Governor David Patterson, and more. 